Yeet. 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 Welcome to the best idea of a podcast of all time. Why are you screaming? I gotta edit this shit. I backed really far away from the mic. It did not clip at all. Out of a little. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> welcome, welcome, to, welcome to an idea for a podcast. <laughs> Ninety-four note streak. I'll say deeply in my soul. I think it's the best idea for a podcast of all time. I do deeply enjoy it. I'm Riley. My pronouns are he/they. I'm joined as always by Joe. My name is Joe. I use any and all pronouns. Um, this is a show where we we take a bracket of every song that was in the main Guitar Hero games one through five, and we uh match them up in that bracket to figure out which is the number one. Mm-hmm. We are deep in the third round right now. It's, it's vicious. We've lost a lot of great contenders. A lot of people have moved on. We are mm-hmm. like in the, the battle zone, the battle sphere. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting in it. We're probably going to go through um, a lot of ground today. We've been going through a lot of ground now that we've really ironed out uh, how, we, like, how we care about songs in Guitar Hero and how we rank them. We've had a guest the last several uh, episodes, and this time it's just going to be back to our roots. It's just... Just the two of us. Just a couple of days being thems this week on Note Streak <laughs> as we talk about music. And yeah, and then we'll, we'll, we'll see how far we get today, and then, we'll, and then we'll stop, and then you'll listen to a different episode of a different podcast, probably. <laughs> but listener, before you do that, you might get a feeling where we say something you disagree with, and those Twitter fingers will get probably to immediately, probably immediately. But listen, music is a very important thing to a lot of different people, and it's important to not be harsh on other people's music takes, or it's important to not make fun of people for their music takes, because some people just like different music than you, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's personal, and we'll say some things that'll upset you, but we're friends. Me and Joe know each other. It's fine. This is the first time I've ever spoken to Riley Hopkins. <laughs> yeah, I love low shit. It's the writing on my hand this month. <laughs> I'm hitting go on that timer. Joe, the metal tenacious D, one way or another by Blondie. So I was gonna put an addendum on that last on on this time when we we're talking about how how we talk about the respect music and whatever the shit. An addendum is Guitar Hero is a, a weirdly specific venue. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it's like yep. a thing that we keep coming to and that is my excuse for why i think the metal should go on it's got such and the same reason we keep putting Trogdor on the metal just has such a vibrant fun energy and, and like a really really good guitar leading section that as much as like one way or another is probably a decent early game song the metal's like a really good two-thirds end song mm-hmm. and like Hitting the hammer-ons and pull-offs in the metal feels so fucking good. 
Oh, yeah. No, it's a very well-made chart. Guitar Hero 3, at their mm-hmm. best, uh, in terms of guitar tracking and charting. Blondie tried to kill the metal. But it failed. Uh, it failed. Uh, so that's it. That's the start division, everybody. Thank you for coming. Oh, we'll see you. we will see you but, right now. And last Paul, um, where are we? The devil oh, okay. went down to Georgia versus Cliffs of Dover. Shit! <laughs> Fuck! I was holding <sighs> such a false sense of security. <laughs> All right, so here's the real problem. This is the this is probably gonna go the exact same way that Flames uh, and Hanger did, where we don't talk about how that one time George is like eight minutes long and wicked hard. We should talk about that though. We should. I think it's it's hard in a way that is like something that you could do. Like through the fire and the flames is like beyond me as a player. Devil went down to Georgia is something I did beat, and I remember beating it. Well, yeah, yeah, it's um. It's the last song in Guitar Hero 3. It's the final boss. Uh, it's framed as a boss fight, which is already differently played than uh, most songs. Of course, you can replay it as the whole song, much like you can replay Through the Fire and the Flames. And all of these songs have different difficulty levels. We're, we're not living in a world where it's only expert. Mm-hmm. Unless you're an asshole on Twitch or something. <laughs> I'm going over to play it to listen to this specific version of The Devil Went Down to Georgia because I know it fucking rules in my heart of hearts joe like here here's where i am i think that cliffs of dover has a big leg to stand on here these are both like end of guitar hero 3 songs and i think the devil went down to georgia just has like you know a, a bit of the reason that it's gotten so far is a little bit novelty true but i think that like it lends itself to the setting and mechanics of Guitar Hero in a great way. And like, I think that's because it gives you so much to do and so many different things that are happening as you're playing through it. And like, it feels good as you hit those final parts. And like, this is dumb. Stay with me. As you're in this Guitar Hero 3 and you're doing this boss battle, like, it puts you in the Johnny position and it feels fucking radical. Like, I think that this song does a lot. And as I'm listening to it, I'm remembering that it rules. It's six minutes long so it's not eight that is still very long though and cliffs of dover is outstanding and does it is outstanding without being as gimmicky as devil went down to georgia is mm-hmm. i don't like every guitar tone in this devil went down to georgia song i like a lot of them mm-hmm. uh, i don't like every single one the, the uh, maybe the <laughs> most important one is the one that i think sucks shit the it like begins every chorus. It's like really shrill that that guitar tone to me. I don't mm-hmm. love Steve's voice on it. Um, I think it fits. I mm-hmm. think it's fine. Like the 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 thing is, it's like it's it's a boss fight. I think it's really really good for that. But I don't think the song has replayability for me. Mm-hmm. As I'm listening to the solo, I think I'm going to agree. Yeah, like there's so much stuff that's happening in the solo that like because the back of the song just becomes solo, then goes into the uh like the second what pre-solo and then cuts uh-huh. into the other solo and that's not super fun for me i like playing the songs themselves mm-hmm. I-, I follow someone on on instagram and twitter dimmy a uh he's great does punch up the jam but i was following on instagram he every now and then he'll just do like i'm taking a walk ask me questions and someone said hey what's a punch up you would do or like what's a song you would you would change something about and he's like uh devil went down to georgia 
they they do this part where the devil's the, he's like here's the demons playing music and it's really good and then the devil plays a fiddle and it sucks shit i would fix that <laughs> i don't think he's talking about this version but i still kind of feel that same way i'm just like it's great and then it's not and then it's fine again like the mm-hmm. end of this song the end of this song much like through the fire and the flames it it sticks the landing so hard that i feel like the whole song was that good and it isn't yeah i agree i i think that cliffs wins this i think that it's definitely cliffs game here i wish i liked the back end of devil i i could it, you're right it does stick the landing but it, it's lacking something for two yeah minutes. the solo at like time. five minutes should not last like 30 seconds yep absolutely agree but uh yeah i think and i, I mean we've talked about cliffs of dover so many times i think it's just kind of it's always an A plus, mm-hmm. you know. It's not even that the song really goes above and beyond, but it just like the fact that it restrains itself the way it does is an act of going above and beyond. It's just so consistent, explicitly not trying to go beyond and instead doing above perfectly is, mm-hmm. I think, so much more valuable than yeah. trying to go beyond it to middling degrees. Mm-hmm. So with that, Joe, I'm gonna move Cliffs forward. I'm gonna I'm gonna happily let you do that. <laughs> Yep. I'm trying to come in here with new eyes, new senses, new visions. You know, Tran- deep in the transition third round, lenses. Deep in the third round, you switch up the rubric on them. Well, no. The rubric we've been trying to figure out the rubric every fucking episode. <laughs> it does change. I'm almost curious if after we finish it and we've really established it, we do just do one episode where we do the whole fucking bracket again. <laughs> Just rip through it, and they're like, "Actually, this is it. This is the one who." Yeah. This maybe is, this maybe, is maybe, maybe that's win. a Patreon bonus. <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah, no, I'm happy with Devil. Uh, like it's gotten this far. I do think it's better than all the songs it beat, and Clubs of Dover is, you know, really, really good. Like I think if I were to just um, uh, fan cast this, I, even though I'm the person making the show, but if it was just me doing it by myself, mm-hmm. I feel like uh. Just spitballing. I feel like Cliffs and Hangar 18 are maybe my top two. And uh, also, if you're in the Orange Coast Discord, there was a lot of deliberation on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, I, we talked a lot about, like, uh, retroactively how we felt about Flames going past Hangar 18. And obviously, we're standing by it, sticking with it. But I, I, think, I think we have a slightly different consideration of things after that. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to think more about, like, how far can a thing go on a single kind of idea? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Fire in the Flames is good, but it's moving forward. It's being lifted by a single portion of it when what I really need to look at is the whole song. Mm-hmm. But that being said, Joe, I'm going to say all this and how far can a thing go on a single idea? And then I'm also about to say, looking yes, at this next still lineup, the, the music is loud. The kids are still young. Mm-hmm. All over the world, they want to have fun. Let's talk more rap is up against up around the river bend, which is just like or up around the bend. I agree. Yeah. So here's the thing. All that that we just said, super valid. How far can like a like a one note concept go? How good is that concept going to be? I'm going to listen to this like the CCR song. And at no point am I going to think this is better than let's talk more rock. This is that Walgreens song, isn't it? (laughs) This doesn't stand a chance. I mean, I don't know if I'm assuming you mean this is in some commercials, but it also kind of sounds like a drugstore brand song. Mm-hmm. How did it get to round three? What did it beat? It beat Raining Blood. <laughs> it beat Raining Blood, and it beat fucking 
incinerate by Sonic Youth. Uh, I don't, I'm not a huge Sonic Youth fan. I don't know. That might not be a song I care a lot about. Raining Blood, I think, is half of it's all right. And this mm-hmm. song, this song is just like fine. It's yeah, fine. it's it's you know C cigar. It's got those letters right. It's definitely a C. <laughs> mhm. It's fine. You know what? It's not. It's not. Let's talk more rock. Joe, can you just slam the chorus of "Let's Talk More Rock" here? Yeah. Um, and on that note, "Let's Talk More Rock" does go forward. KBR. Uh, it's up against Cliffs of Dover, everybody. Oh that, boy, that'll be the 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 most critically we think about "Let's Talk More Rock" because I know that we both would like to see it go on. Maybe not over mm-hmm. Cliffs of Dover, but just k- kind of you know ethereally. Yeah, mm-hmm. in spirit. But uh, we'll come back to that in a in a grip. Uh, this next matchup is The Kill by 30 Seconds to Mars. Mm. The one time Jared Leto did something right up against Rebel Yell by Billy Idol, which I think is a song that you like. I really, really love this song. And I know that I am I am now currently in an uphill battle. Do you think, do you just think yourself that The Kill is better? Uh, I'm about to hit the play on The Kill. And I'll be able to tell I'm, you. I'm pressing, the, I'm pressing play on Rebel Yell. Because this is the what if I wanted to take. You want to hear the hottest take I'll ever say? Yeah, hit it. These are the exact same song, but just for different eras. Uh, you know, I was thinking that too. Yeah, there's like, there's something about like the overplayed gothness and emo-ness of both songs. Has Billy Idol ever actually rebelled, like, rebelled against anything? Uh, he had that whole cyberpunk record where he rebelled against taste and good music. That doesn't count. This sounds so close to being like... Rebel Yell, every time I listen to him, I'm just like, he's, he's like a bad cover band of something good. And, that, and it's not that, mm-hmm. uh, what, it's not like, every time he goes into this chorus, I'm expecting it to be another song that's definitely on this bracket. And it's just not. I'm just like, it just, it's just, it's like such a consistent B minus for me. That's not even me saying it's bad. It's just, yeah. I feel like he's, I don't know, it's like a watered down aesthetic, which to say the, the kill kind of is too. Yeah. Kill is also watered down. Here's the, I think you nailed it on Henry. Like these are the same songs for different eras. Which one has aged better looking back? For me, I think it's Rebel Yell. Like The Kill does a lot of cool stuff. I think it's mm-hmm. very enjoyable to listen to. I think that like Rebel Yell is a song I can listen to at any time. Like it's a song that like puts me in a mood, whereas The Kill is like, all right, I need to get myself into the mood to listen to The Kill. Does Jared Leto have anything to do with that? No, no, no. I'm I'm separating Jared Leto entirely. Like I'm I'm pushing. I'm I'm judging this on its merits, mm-hmm. and like the things that the that uh the kill the the kill do are very interesting. Like I like the verse of yeah. like the like the banning my name and banning my name and like that's fun to play. Mm-hmm. I think, and I, and I think this is just a difference of taste. Where the one that I would more easily listen to is the kill, just because I have mm-hmm. uh I I'm more in line with that vocal style and guitar style rather than the energy that uh Billy Idol brings to the table. I don't know. I, I like the high energy. I'm not unhappy with either of these going forward. I'm, l- I'm looking at the next bracket. I'm pretty sure I know what's going to happen in the long run. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think we could put Rebel Yell forward. I would, I would appreciate that. I think it rules. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I, th- I keep thinking it's going to be. Is it, do you think it's Dancing With Myself? Do you think it's going to be no, a dancing song? No, 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 no. It's like an actual, like, uh, it's like, I think it's, it's Mother. It's Danzig. Yep. Danzig. He's watered and... down Danzig. But the problem is, like, I remember we said that, and then I was Mother! like, yeah, I love Danzig. 
And then every time I think of a Danzig song, it's just a Billy Idol song that I like that I uh-huh. think is a Danzig song. See, that's the thing. I think Danzig actually like finishes the the vocal thought. Like he actually like mm. hits that like gravelly tone, and Billy Idol's just like thinks about it. Like he can't do it all the way. Mm-hmm. If Billy Idol's creative, like the creative team or Billy Idol, I don't know who writes the songs in that outfit, did that for Danzig. Like that'd be perfect. <laughs> What's this? I'm looking up the lyrics. Yeah, no, it is mother. Because it's every t- every time he uh, oh. Billy Idol swings into that chorus, I think if he's gonna fight hell with me, and he's not gonna, yep. he's not actually gonna rebel against hell with me. Mm-hmm. But I do think it goes above the kill, uh, and we will grapple with the the actual gravitas of Rebel Yell uh, next time when it goes up against one of two songs. Will it go up against Fame by David Bowie or? One Big Holiday by My Morning Jacket. And this, is, this, my friends, is my monthly time to listen to One Big Holiday and remember that it fucking rules. Yeah, it's, rules. It's, it's so fucking good. You know what? I was, listening, I was listening back to it when I was editing the last episode that we talked about it in, mm-hmm. and I was like, the part that I really like is not the whole song, and it is five and a half minutes. That's true. It's this middle core. It's the, it's, it's the great well, song it, on I OK love Song the way Brett. It, I need to, this is a song I really need to actually play i need to know the chart and how it translates because it opens really really good and then yeah it hits with this incredible intro the first half is phenomenal and then it becomes an okay song for a while and then it brings back the really good riff Mm -hmm. at like three minutes yeah the like the vocals are i think something i really deeply enjoy i think they're all right i think actually what might be interesting about this i think we both love different parts of this song I think the part that you're like, it becomes an okay song is where I'm focusing on like, this is the part I fucking love, which is interesting. The vocals are good. Like, they're fine. Um, I do like, uh, what year did this fucking song come out? It's probably it's like, always, it's surprisingly later. I remember we looked this up and we were like, excuse yeah, me? I, I'm listening to it and I guarantee this is like, this is like a textbook 20 year throwback or something. It sounds like fucking Ninja Sex Party covering something from the 80s, but much, much better. Uh, but uh, yeah, like the the middle section doesn't drag because the vocals are good. But I would wonder how that translates to the chart, like how it feels to play that section. It's two thousand three. That's not as late as I would have mm-hmm. guessed. Yeah, I'm listening to Fame, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we I'm should bored think about as shit fame at all. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. I think like one big holiday's problem. They're gonna have to come up next one when we put it up against Double Yell. But like, I think that like I think that it goes over Fame pretty succinctly yeah fame is a song that would be very very early in the game because there's not a lot going on musically um i think it's a song that is fine but definitely not a song that i would want to put in a guitar set list maybe a rock band one maybe it is because it is it is a more of a bass heavy song but even that's like the same thing over and over again yeah i just i wouldn't wouldn't fuck with fame i'd put one big holiday forward if it was for me if it was my choice well, I'm looking at this bracket, and it looks like you already did that. I, you know what? I did, because I sensed what you were going to do. Yeah, you know, you're right. By sense, I mean you said it. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Now, I think this next matchup... <laughs> hmm. I don't know if we need to track down a guest last minute or not. Um, do you want to you read to the, to, the, to the dear listener what we're going to deal with? It's Saturday Night's Alright for Fighting by Elton John versus 21st Century Schizoid Man. By King Crimson. How does it work? 21st Century Cisco Man is a seven minute long song. It's 
but a really good one. Yeah, the distortion on these vocals are very cool, and the you know it, it grooves super hard, and then it gets into its weird solos. It's got that uh, it's got that uh, that section that sounds like the theme to the Incredibles movie, which I think about a lot. Wow, it, damn it! It really fucking loses me in these solos. Fuck. Yeah, that's the thing. And the thing that I like about listening to it isn't necessarily the guitar parts, um, in the solos anyway. I think like that's the thing. I I love the the whole sort of inst- like all of the instrumentation, but it's not really guitar led in my mind. Like there's like the it, it the guitar kind of follows, you know, these other instruments, uh, and and the rhythm and the vocals are very very good. Whereas like Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting is like that that song is driven by its guitar first and foremost. Mm-hmm. I'm so frustrated because I really do like the the vocal section and the main groove of 21st Century Schizoid Man so much. Like I like it a lot. It's when it hits like the kind of bebop avant garde kind of uh solo section where everything is like going off that I just like get distracted and zone out. And it comes back to the 21st Century Schizoid Man and then does like a quick it comes back to the verse and then does like a play out which is good but it might be something that is just like too noodly is the wrong word that's disparaging it is just like an avant-garde fucking song that just like does more shit you know what i mean it does a lot of stuff at the same time mm-hmm. it is impossible to fucking find the song on youtube I have this one king crimson 21st century schizoid band but every copyright strike adds a reverb <laughs> that's extremely fucking funny uh, well hmm. also searching 21st century schizoid man does get you Kanye West's power yep understandably damn Saturday Night Alright for fighting though <laughs> it's a good fucking song it's a good fucking song I love the way the not a guitar thing love the way the piano slides into the chorus it's very fucking good I and again as the um as the one person who liked Kingsman Golden Circle, uh, I very much like the fight scene with this song playing. It fucking ruled. I'm watching an actual Guitar Hero video of 21st Century Skitoid Man. How's it going? The Incredibles theme part is very good. It's pretty much all hammer-ons. <laughs> the first solo yeah. is a little... It drags a little bit, and then it picks up, but it's just... Uh, the, I, the good parts of the song do shine through to justify the length for me. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing. Saturday night's a five minute long song. That feels like a three minute idea. Uh-huh. I do not enjoy the solo part of Twenty First. It drags for me, but I think that it has a place in guitar hero. I can see it it's using guitar hero a little more. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I'd I'd be willing to put it forward. I'm watching this video and that makes me want to play it. So Yeah. Then that's the that's the dream. Uh, and I do like Saturday Night's Alright. I guarantee playing it, I think, oh, this is still going by like minute four. Because mm-hmm. it is, yeah, I think you're right. It is like a three, it's like a three and a half minute idea. Yeah. I don't think it varies intensely throughout it. I I'm don't like, think it does. No, I'm going through it. Like, here's the thing. We hit the three and a half minutes and then it starts doing the Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, it's, it's it's like uh, someone replied on Twitter that like the best Guitar Hero song is actually in Rock Band 4, and it's uh, Protom and Slide at the Night. And I'm just like, do you realize how long that last chorus section goes on for? Because you will when you're playing it. Yep. I think this is probably the same situation. Yep, it does that for the next like minute. 
it fades out for the last like 50 seconds of the song <laughs> wow yeah that's a gradual fucking fade out oof alright so I think yep. 21st century goes on I agree alright we will I will play it <laughs> before the next time we talk about it just for some added context still got time on that timer Joe um we got time for Spirit one more Spirit of the Ra- we might have time for two more Spirit of the okay. Radio by Rush versus Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Um, hmm. I should listen to Spirit of the Radio. I remember it not being super fun for me. I just heard Spirit Radio Rush. <laughs> My favorite Lemon Demon album, Spirit Radio. It's definitely a Rush song. It's a Rush song that feels like I, I get it. It's Rush. Yep. Not them at their best. Which is to say, like- fine. There's fun parts of it. Like, I can see this being a fun chart to play. Mm-hmm. I can see this being a funner chart to play than Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah, that's the problem. Is like, out of every Nirvana song that exists, Smells Like Teen Spirit is not one I enjoy listening to. Really? Yeah. It's just like, it is also, yeah, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. it's just been, I have, I've heard it so often. I've heard it, like, I think Nirvana does cooler things than Smells Like Teen Spirit often. Oh, sure. It's like, uh, it's it's kind of that like that them talking about like how one notes certain things are and then of course it is the one that gives their most successful. Mm-hmm. I think despite that it's still really good. Yeah, like I'm not disparaging its quality. I'm just like I think I would rather play Spirit of Radio, which is also like both of these songs are me shrugging at the camera, going I I don't know. Man, what I love about Nirvana, or uh, it smells like Teen Spirit, is like this rhythm section. I hate to say I'm, I'm complimenting Dave Grohl on something, but the, the way the rhythm like drives the chorus is really good. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, to, to, to say that the, the guitar and the bass are both contributing to that too. Um, it's really yeah. like the, the, the rhythm section is doing one thing and the vocal section is doing something else, which is probably more of a compliment on. Uh, on Chris Novoselic? Uh, well, yeah, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the diff- the biggest difference for me listening to these two songs, Spirit of the Radio, I'm just like I wish it ended at three and a half minutes, and it yeah. just kind of does the same thing again. It doesn't really like I, it, and then it smells like Teen Spirit. As much as it is mostly one thing, I do think its uh, placement of a solo and the way the last chorus builds justifies it. I still wish it was shorter, but yeah, I it's five minutes long. What the fuck? Yeah, because it's 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 intro's a little bit longer the way it builds up. Again, like it's placement of a solo. It's just like, but I think the last chorus, the way it does build up and energy into this big finale, I think is much more successful than what Spirit of the Radio is doing. I agree. And uh, so on that basis, I would put Smells Like Teen Spirit forward. I don't think it's going to, you know, win the whole thing by any reason. It's going up against 21st Century Schizoid Man if it wins. But uh, I do think, I do think it's, you know, if I were, if I were playing rock band and it's like, hey, pick one of these two songs for the next song and you're set, I'd probably go Nirvana. I think I think those five minutes would go by faster. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. It and be more enjoyable. It's not it's not just about feeling quick. It's about enjoying the five minutes. Both these songs have gotten deeper than I think they should have. But I will agree with you that we can set smells like Teen Spirit can move on. They were up against nothing songs except for maybe they... feel good, which I think is a nothing song in this context. Actually, mm-hmm. I just think it's a nothing song. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, wow, that's our timer going off. <laughs> Ignore the sound of me trying to slap the stop button and turn it off. I'm just not a gorilla. I, I like half of Plastic Beach, and I like about half of their music. But as a band, I'm very whatever on them. Yeah, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. Can't take that from you. 
and the songs and, 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 and the songs that are whatever are just like why are these why do people like these so much um but i respect other people's taste that my friends has been this episode of 294 note street we have gone through we have made some headway we've had to deal with some important questions some big questions mm-hmm. and we i did. would guess next time we finish round three maybe I'd guess. Yeah, we're about to enter the Flying V bracket. I remember Flying V was kind of like, blah, 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 blah. I don't think we have anything as hard as Hangar 18 or Cliffs of Dover in terms of uh, matchups. I think this should be fine. But, Joe, until then, where can people find you on the internet? Twitter.com slash Ghost of Joe. Ghost of J-O. Uh, and... You can find me tweeting about the other shows that I do on uh, this podcast network, theorangegroves.com. Um, also, by the time this episode's out, there will be uh, at least two new shows on it. At the time of recording this, LGB Time Machine is already out. Uh, it is a history show on LGBTQ queer history. Uh, I recommend it. It's cool. And also, not yet out when we're recording, but it will be out uh, in a few days. Um, a, a new music show has joined the network Ooh. and it is called It's All Been Done. It is a show Ooh. chronicling the discography of the Bare Naked Ladies. It's, it's fun. <laughs> I recommend checking out their episode on one week. They're not like uh, Bare Naked Lady stands by any means. They, uh, it's it's s- similar to where I criticize Pete Wentz's lyricism a lot. They get into that with, uh, with those old Canadian boys. But uh, yeah, the, you know, what I've listened to it, I enjoy. I'm happy to have them on. Um, and I hope you check them out. Where are you on the internet, Riley? You can find me on Twitter at Rev Rye Bread. That's Rev like Reverend Rye Bread like Rye. TBR. Bread. You can buy my games. I make tabletop games. You can buy them at linksmithgames.com. Uh, I'm desperately trying to earn enough money to buy a new computer so that way I can have something that won't melt when MechWarrior 5 comes out this uh, December. Mm-hmm. But if you liked Interstitial, which we played on this network, you might also like, if not us, then who? A uh, game that's about ostensibly Power Rangers, but more so is about creating a TV show and then creating a recap podcast for it with your friends. It's a GMless game. It rules. I like it a lot. But it's a fun concept. You should play it sometime. I yeah, I'm very excited. There's somebody who was doing a sports hack of it called "This Is Gonna Be Our Year," where you look at the uh, season of a uh, sports team. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you're doing the talk radio show of it. And play that with Dan Campbell. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Dan Campbell, come on the network. <laughs> please, Dan Campbell, come on podcast. <laughs> he has like a six-month-old child. I'm not going to ask him to do anything. <laughs> uh, but I think that's it for this show. In two weeks, we will be back to, to talk more about the, the rest of Les Paul, Flying V, probably finish round three. But, uh, but until then, enjoy music. Enjoy, enjoy music. I wanna be a guitar hero just for you. Hey, 
I'm Saker. And I'm Evan. And our podcast is It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, what's that podcast about, Ev? So, do you know of a band called Bare Naked Ladies? One week. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Of them. Did you ever want to learn more about them? Or... Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, then this is the podcast for you because we teach you nothing with various guests. Yeah, like uh, like Matt Besser. Holy we shit. Climbed in a second story window and partied in this house where we barely didn't know at all the people that was crazy holy fuck mike mitchell why well, I, I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies justin mcelroy grab your tongue grab your tongue and i want you to say Our born tongue. on a pirate ship born on a pilot ship you were born on a pile of shit and many more so check it out but also if you don't like bare naked ladies we talk about them probably like a third of the time so uh, yes that's every Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We could make a board game about it.